Right, let's start. Mm. I'm feeling that great. So. <laughs> see, what ha- see what happens. See what came out. Let's start again from Pasuk Yud. We'll go through some Sukkim. Mr. Shem tonight we'll get up to Shani, I guess, till Pasuk Yudzayim. Let's start from Pasuk Yud. Ve'efroin Yoishev Besreich Bnei Ches. So, discussed Ephraim Yoshib Besech Benechis. Discuss one angle of it. But I have a question. Avram told the Benechis, who figured the Ephraim Metzecha, he asked them to intercede on his behalf by Ephraim, to go speak to Ephraim for him. Did they do that? So, it doesn't say that they did. And it also says, Vaya'an Ephron Achitias Avraham. He answered Avraham. <coughs> which implies that he was responding to what Avraham said, as in he heard what Avraham said. And also, the simple touch of Ephron Yeshiv Seich is that he was present among the Benechais. So as if Avram is telling the Bnei Ches, go speak to Ephraim. And then, but then the Pasuk says, but Ephraim was really there. <coughs> and Ephraim Hachiti speaks and answers. So Avram is speaking to the Bnei Ches about an unidentified Ephraim, as if he wouldn't be present among the Bnei Ches. He calls him unidentified, meaning he calls him Ephraim, not Ephraim Hachiti. And then but we said the Pasuk says, but Ephraim was indeed present among the Bnei Ches, because he was a Hachiti like them. Okay, for my purposes, for now, I just want to say, point, bring out that um, maybe they didn't, they did not go into seed with F. Okay, all right, we'll get back to this. Who says he actually wanted them to? He said, addressing, addressing him indirectly. Okay. It's a theory. It's a male if you don't speak to him directly, right, you speak right. to him in a third person. Right. I see. So you mean so okay. He's in effect speaking to them. Good. Right. Okay, that's a good theory. Loyadoni <coughs> So he's um he's contradicting something that he said. I promise that he wants to pay for it. And he says, Loyadoni, Shimaini. Again Shimaini. Everyone's talking about asking everyone else to hear their Story, or to Kabbal their way of doing it. And giving you, I gave you the Sada and the cave that's inside the Sada. So I suggested last week that the idea of Ephraim throwing in the Sada is that he's saying the Sada is worthless. Um, I'll give it to you with the cave. And specifically, we said that the the Sada, he's saying, is like the cave, just like the cave is only good for burial, so the Sada is also only good for burial, not for planting. The, I saw just the, the first point, the Zoya says that uh, Ephraim's giving the Sada because it's a way uh, Ephraim didn't recognize this place as being worth anything. And there's a whole Arichas there, which the Medrash talks about also, I think, that Avram knew it was worth something, and, Avram, and, Avram di- and he, Ephraim didn't realize that it was anything special. <coughs> So, according to this, saying Ephraim throwing in the Sada is saying he, he doesn't realize. He's willing to give away more than he's asked for because he doesn't recognize the worth, the value, what Ephraim was asking for. Okay. Now, it says, Le'ene b'nei ami. Is there saying the Sada, 
No, um, oh, it's a good question. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, what about the the drash the drash that they said that was the right size for six hundred thousand people? Okay. For a Levi, so you have to have oh, enough for space for the Levi. Right, because every, uh, cause mm -hmm. Right, right. So the Ramban says, the Ramban says that included the Sada. One shot he says is because <coughs> you have the ca the Ma'ara for the burial, you should have the Sada too. For visiting, or for maybe for the Hesper. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Hesper took place already, but okay, fine. <coughs> so, Le'ene b'nei Ami nesatiya loch kavoy mesecha. Why is he stressing Le'ene b'nei Ami? And... In the whole parasha we have this, again and again, as we mentioned. That even after the Ephraim gets involved, everything is taking place. Um, why, are they so, why is the public <coughs> relevant here? Avram bowed before the Amharets. Why did Avram bow? For the Amorites, when he's in the middle of his negotiation <coughs> with Ephraim. So the Benezra's Madrik, I think, what? Oh, the people of the Arts, right. Yes, pa Pashtas. However, so, so then, it's in then it's in contrast to Gervatoyshev. He's a Gervatoyshev, he's a non native, and he's being mishtachav to the people that are native to the land. It's calling them the Amor, it's the people that are belong in the land, because he considers himself Gerat <coughs> Taisha. So, right. But it's calling them Amor, because he's bowing to them as a Gerat and he's, and he's saying, he's, by bowing to them, he's recognizing them as being superior to him, or more, having greater authority than him, because they are Amor, <coughs> while he is Gerat not Amor. Okay. Um... So why is he bowing to the Amoharet? So Ibn Ezra is, I think, Madchik, I mean, I think it's a Dechik, that he bowed to Ephraim before the Amor, in front of the Amoharet, and thereby was Mechabit Ephraim in front of the Amoharet. That's definitely not, I think, not the simplest way to read the Pasuk. The simplest way to read the Pasuk is that he's bowing in front of the Amoharet. Pekka the Belezer says that too. Yeah. What? Okay. Right, meaning, but Le'ene. Okay, but the problem is Le'ene. Oh, you mean so Le'ene before them? Yeah, mm -hmm. the idea is. Oh, I see. You mean because it's something. I very good. You're right. You're saying good. You're saying good. After Ray said, whatever's happening now is happening Le'ene, so therefore everyone bows to him. Plus, it's saying it's also Le'ene. Okay, good. <coughs> Well, it could be many, anyways, but but it is a, it happens to be on this collective now, but but the fnei could be in front of many people, anyways. Okay. Now the Pirkei Dabeleza says as follows: It says that Abram <coughs> said to the Bnei Ches, he asked them to give him a sell him a kever. They were not makabel. They weren't. They didn't accept his deal. Miyad hischel to be kareh of v'shtachave shenema v'shtachu avrom l'fnei amaretz. This pasuk. So first of all, clearly it's touching that he was bearing to amaretz because it talks about the bnei ches who weren't maskim because they said the seal likemat v'sechin. We'll explain where the bnei ches weren't maskim. Ephron was maskim. Um, it's reading this pasuk 
as referring to Ramat, and this pasuk is the proof that Avram is Kareh Rishtach of Ramat to wear a mask, as we'll explain. Okay, specifically this pasuk. Okay, just to point out. Okay, the truth is, I should bring this out later. Let's leave that for now. Vaydaber lefrain ba'oznei amar it's leimor. Ach imatalu shema eni. If only you would listen to me, nesati kesef hasade kachimene. I'll pay for the sade. So originally he offered to pay for the ma'ara because of Mali. Efrain threw in the sade, so Avram says I'll pay for the sade too. Ve'ekber es mesi shama. Vayan Efrain is Avraham. Leimor loy adoni shema eni. Eretz Arba Meos Shekel Kesef Beni Uvencho Mahi Vesmesho Kivur A land worth 400 Shekel Kesef What is that between me and you? So what does he mean to say? What is the simple touch between me and you? What is it about him and Avram that makes a land worth 400 Shekel Kesef be of no import, no, no significance, consequence. no consequence. What's he saying? Ben you, ben you. Me and you. What's the land? Why? What's it about him and Avram, as people, as personalities, as characters, that makes it inconsequential? <coughs> he heard. So here he was Shemea. He was Shemea Ephron's terms. He weighed out the kesef. Ashdi be bazar mechis. Abba meis shagul kesef over lasay cher. Okay, fine. Those are the aris and medach. Generally speaking, the question is, which we just discussed different parts of this, but how to understand the whole shackle of Italia. Why does this? What is? Why does it have to be this whole convoluted process and all these different stages of agreeing, disagreeing, and back and forth? Okay. Now we discussed. Many times, many points in his voice between the parish of buying Marsa Machpelah after the Akedah and David buying the Garin from Aravna after he's willing to be Marsa Nafesh and Maria. <coughs> okay, just I want to add another Tushtel um, that we didn't mention in the past, I don't think. Is that after this parasha, the next parasha is Avram Zokin Baba Yamin. This is interesting, I'm not sure if this is correct, but Shmuel Beis ends with the story of buying the Ravna, and then Malachim Aleph, which follows Shmuel, starts on Melech David Zakin, Baba Yomim. So this is taking it further, and I'm not sure if we could even do that from Shmuel to Malachim, but just the Ha'ara. Okay, now, um, over there, he's, pl- he's buying Hamaria, which is a place for the Mikdash, and Specifically, the Aaron ends up being brought there. It's a big deal that the Aaron is brought to Yishalayim. Um, we discussed in the Batamizma, in that Mizma, which was saying when the Aaron was brought back from the state Plishtim, no, not from back from the state Plishtim, back um, one of the stages of returning after the state Plishtim. But in that Mizma, it talks about the Alilois that Hashem does among the Goyim. And and it tells too Avram and Sarah Altigu Mishicha Vinmi Altarebe Salchum Nigol Goyim Lachalamacher that they went from one nation to another and Hashem said and Hashem protected them and we explained then that the Aaron went in Golas and um, the Plishtim got punished and that and thereby the Aaron going into Golas ended up being ended up having a benefit 
because it taught the game, the Ma'ad of Hashem. And the Mizmar that it said when the Arm was brought back, that Mizmar of Hod Hashem Kirishmai is strong to what happened to the others. That they're dragging around and not being where they should be allowed the Shem Hashem to be misparsim among the Goyim. So therefore, the, 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 we end the Hidla Hashem Kirishmai ends with Imu Hashem location of a Kabbatin Latzidim and Hagoyim. So the same thing, Kaisal is among the Goyim, and this was he brought back from the Goyim. It's saying that there's a, a, a benefit that happens by Kaisal being among the Goyim, because that way the Goyim get. Things happen to the game that demonstrate to them the mind of Klaisol, and thereby some lessons are learned, and that Klaisol could go back. Um, furthermore, we said, and the Radal says, is that Sar being captured by power is like the Aaron being captured by the Plishtim. So the point is, the Hudla Hashem tells these two things the Aaron, the office going around and not being Mkhaimim, and the game learning by being punished for abusing them is like the Aaron not being Mkhaimim, the same thing happening to the game. So then, Buying buying the place where Sarah is ultimately going to be, <coughs> is another way why it's done to buying the place, buying Hamaria. Because if Sarah, if Sarah's travels and Sarah being captured and being abused, it parallels the oven, and and then all this Kedushim comes from that. It's like the Kedushim comes from the oven, so it's just another tushtal. The place, the final resting place of Sarah is like the final resting place, final resting place of the oven. Okay, now. Perkel Belazer says, in Perkel Amitvav, says that the people of Ches were not masking Tavram. I have it over here. Yeah. <coughs> oh, that's okay. Um, Avram told them, and they did not accept that. And they were not accepting Avram's deal until he swore to them that he won't capture Yerushalayim. That when Chayisol <coughs> comes to Yerushalayim, they won't capture the city Yavus, which is Yerushalayim. And they moved, these Bnei Ches moved to, to Yavus, to Yerushalayim. And that's why in the Sefer Shmuel, in the Sefer Dever Yavim, it says David couldn't capture Yerushalayim. There was a whole story. <coughs> it made it difficult for him to capture it. And that was because Pekulah says Avram Shavua to the Bnei Ches that they can move to Yishlaim and they'll be safe there. And then somehow they ended up capturing it and then the government of Aravna, which is the Mikdash, David had to purchase. Okay, that's what Pekulah says. So, from? Yeah, from the Chitim. The Chitim were really Yivusim. No, they were really Chitim actually. They moved to the city called Yivus. So Aravna was actually... Aravna was a Chiti. Right, exactly. Pekulah says Aravna was a Chiti. And that's a, I mean, that's a, a Makar Gadol, I think the only Makar in Chazal, for this idea that, that the story that's happening over here is like the story that happened with, with um, Aravna. I, mean, I don't know of any other Makar in Chazal, but the Pigolas says it was the same people. You know, they, they moved from here, they went there. Okay, the, the idea of the Pigolas is saying, making this Tushtel, that what's happening over here has happened, happened again in Yushalayim, and it's specifically the same people. Okay, but the Pigolas says that Bnei Ches were in Maskim. And I've met this with him. So I just want to, br- want to just bring out the Makar from the Pasha that the Bnei Ches over here did not agree to Avram. Did not ultimately agree and Avram had to give them something that's not mentioned in the Pasha. Okay. So what happens in the Pasha? Let's summarize what happens in all these negotiations and then we'll try to explain it. Avram says, They say, He says, 
Ephraim says, I'll give it to you. Avram says, I want to pay for it. Ephraim says, a land worth kach v'kach. What is it between us? Okay, those are the steps of the negotiations. What is, how, to how to understand all, this, all these steps. So I would say as follows. So we said once before, and it seems that the Pekul is saying that, that the Bnei did not accept Avram's, what Avram wanted. He said, I have no rights to land. So he asked them to have his own personal achuzah. And they said, You are a leader amongst us, so you could take one of our kvar. So what's the difference between what they said and what he said? He said, I want to have my own achuzah, distinct from you. You are right now the owners of the land. I want an achuzah, so you have to give me an achuzah. And they said, we might be the owners of the land, but you're Aranasi. So therefore, we don't have to give you anything. Whatever we have is yours. So in a way, they're giving him more than he asked for, but in a way, they're giving him less, because they're saying that whatever he's going to have is going to be inextricably connected with them. They're not going to give him a distinct plot and say, okay, we're living here, but we'll give you a piece of our land. They're going to say, we're living here, yeah, but you're our Nazi, so we're all one. We have greatest respect for you. Everything we have is yours. But that means that they belong here. So the negotiations are as follows. Let's look at this as Avram's um, time, like the Benezer points out, the whole idea of the parasha. It's Avram's time to get an achuz in the arts. And then the questions become, the theme of the parasha is, what will the nature of his achuza be? Will it be an achuza where he, where he um, supplants them and he gets, or they give it up to him, they give it over to him and move <coughs> out? Or they give him an area that they don't have any control. They'll give up their, they'll cede their control over something and give it to, under his control. Or will they tell him, okay, we'll accept you as a Nasi, but we'll be the subjects, we'll still be here, and you'll have all the duties to us that a Nasi has to take care of his subjects. That's what they said. They said, yes, okay, Maskim, it's time for an achuza, but we want your achuza to incorporate ourselves, and we'll be, you'll be our Nasi, but we'll still live here. That's, the, that's their counter-offer to Avram. So Avram, that's what we explained last week, by Yaakov Avram, he says, no, I'm not Maskim to be your Nasi. Okay, and then he says, well, fine, you at least want to bury my dead, so then speak to Ephraim. Let's, let's go to Ephraim. I want Ephraim, let's see what Ephraim says. <coughs> Meaning, like we explained last week, they said, you're our Nasi. He was not masking to them. He says, well, Ephraim is Yoshev B'Seich B'Deches. He's the ruler over here. So let's see what he says. Go ask for me. Now, I suggest in the beginning of this year that they didn't ask. And I, would, I, would, I hear the, what Dalim was saying, but I would, I would, the way I was going was, indeed, they didn't ask. <coughs> because they were not masking to Ephraim. They didn't, want, they didn't want to do what Ephraim said. They didn't want to do it in his way. But Ephraim did agree to Ephraim. Okay, this point is not so important by itself. Next point. Let's get to the next slot in the negotiations. They agreed, though, to no, they said, to bury. Give it to him. Yeah, he says, okay, that's what he said. <coughs> At least you want to bury my mace, so let's go to Ephraim. Meaning, you, you find you're not masking to my conditions, but you're masking that I have a, a, an issue to burial. I want to go to Ephraim to get the burial. So they are masking to, to, that he can take from Ephraim? They're masking that he needs to bury his mate. <laughs> that they're masking to. There's a need of it. Yeah, he can take from Ephraim. Well, no, no, no. So he says, let's go to Ephraim. <coughs> Ephraim is Yeshib Seyfunichais, meaning he's the ruler. So if he's masking to give it to me, you are going to be forced to go along with it because he's the ruler. In other words, he's forcing them into something. I'm saying is he's forcing them into something. When they said they said they're not masking, they're not masking. Finish. They're not masking. So he says, fine. Let's go to let's go to Ephraim. Now he told them to ask for Ephraim, which I say they did not because 
they are holding back over here. Whatever is going to happen to Bnei Ches and the rest of the parish is going to happen to them by Karcham. They are no longer willing act, um, participants over here. Okay? Fine. Ephron says, fine, I'll give it to you. Then he says, Why? Again, why is Le'ene B'nami? Because this is about the nature of the relationship between Avram and the people that are already there. Ephron says, I, I am asking to give it to you. They were not asking to give it to you. They wanted you to be the Nasi. I, Ephron, who by the way is the Nasi and maybe has some interest in Avram not being the Nasi, one could say, I am asking that you won't be the Nasi, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you the way you asked for. And I'll give it to you, Le'ne B'nai meaning my giving it to you will affect that you will have that relationship among the people of being a co- a, uh, a, an owner alongside them and not amongst them. Not mamish part of them, but rather alongside them. Fine. Uh, I'm making this a legal act. Public legal act. No. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's more than just a public legal act. It's that... Uh-huh. His, I'm amazed what you mean. His status as, but his status as a, as a citizen is going to change. You're going to be accepted as an independent citizenship of the Abrahamite nation alongside us. Correct. I'm declaring that you're getting what you want. Right, right, right. No, but not just that you're getting a piece of land, but that you're getting something yeah, that know, defines yeah. your relationship to them. No, but it defines your relationship to everyone else. That you're because that you're getting a distinct be. citizenship. Therefore, it's a, a political act. Correct. Right, right. It's a political act that relates to the body politic, and therefore they all have to be... Sure. It's in front of them. Correct. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, then let's go a little weiter. So, Avram... Vayishtachu Avram Lefrei Amharetz. Because he's established... By Ephraim's statement that I will give you something, he's establishing his, na- his relationship to the Amaretz, which is what Avram was here to do. He's here to establish a relationship with the Bnei Ches. That's what's happening over here. Not just to get a piece of land, but to establish that he's going to have a piece of land such that his relationship to the Bnei Ches is going to be an independent alongside them and not amongst them, <coughs> not together with them. So therefore, when, Av- when Ephraim, who is Yoshe B'Seich Bnei Ches, says, yes, I'll give it to you, Therefore, Avram is mishtachav lefnei Amaretz, and thereby the, um, telling the Amaretz that they have to be slept along with Ephron's deal. Okay. Now he says to Ephron, "But I want to pay for it." What does he do with the mishtachav? He's like, <coughs> he's he says, "Look, I am a ger to So he's saying, "Oh, I am doing like Ephron." Uh, I'm not your nasi. I'm not your nasi. Right? He says, we, "Let's go to Ephron." Basically, they told him one he thing. He says, "Let's go to Ephron." <coughs> Ephraim says, I don't need you anymore. Right, I'm the Nasi, I'll give you your land, you'll be a, you won't be our Nasi, you'll be separate. So he bowed to the Amaretz saying, yeah, That's what I wanted, right? I'm not your Nasi, I'm bound to you, I'm a Gebet I know, I know, you're going with the Benezer, I hear. You have a, you're right, you have a good point. You defended the Ezra. you defended the Ezra well. Saying, if you touch the Pasuk Shuta, you bowed to the Amaretz. They have a question, why is it a Fnei? Right. Okay. Um, right, so he's being Mishtacha Amaretz. So the Benezer said, the, the Pekadolah says, the Amaretz were not, Benechis, were not Makabal to Avram. Hislok, Arei, or Mishtacha Valhem. Shnei, Mishtacha Avram, Lefnei Amaretz. This Ishtacha Avram is responding to the fact that they weren't Makabal. They went, he says, let's go to Ephraim. Ephraim says, you are not the Nasi, Besecheinu. You could have what you want. An independent Achuza. And therefore, from Zvishtachavet and Amoret, says, Look, see, I'm an attacker, gave a Toshev, a Mochem, I'm not the Nasi here, I'm separate than you, and you gave me something alongside yourselves. 
<coughs> but Avram says he wants to pay for it. Okay. Without discussing why Avram wants to pay for it, Ephraim says as follows. Ephraim says, Beni ubeincha mahi. What's Eretz Abba Me'eshag Kesef? What's Beni ubeincha? Avram is the one who could be the Nasi. At least the people are willing to make Avram the Nasi. While Ephraim is the is the actual Nasi. And Ephraim nipped that in the bud or so, you know, and, and said, no, we'll, we'll treat you like a Gevetayshev. But he's saying, Lemaisa, Lemaisa, Mitzad the Bnei Ches, Mitzad the people, they look at you like the same way they look at me. So, Beni Yubeincha, what's the difference if I have the land or you have the land? The Beni Yubeincha is the two personalities in the Pasha, the two leader personalities in the Pasha. So, he's saying that the land could, could go. There's no difference if the land is by me or by you. Well, let me explain what that means and what, and what does it matter if Avram pays for it or Beni Yubeincha. Yes, we'll give you, I'll give you a piece of land. But I'm going to let you have the piece of land because what's the difference if it's mine or it's yours? Now, what's the difference if it's mine or it's yours means that tomorrow I can come and take it back. There's no, we're so close that, right? Isn't that what it means? We're so yeah, close. It's a political act and I'm, just, I'm separating you saying you're, this is your separate achuza, you're not part of my family. Right, but you're such a brother and you're such an equal of mine. You're such an equal that, uh, you know, it could go back and forth. Isn't that what, is, is that, am I wrong in touching? Isn't that touching? Right, it's interchangeable. We're interchangeable. We're interchangeable. We're but we're not necessarily brothers. So just no, but you, look, you're the Nasi Alikim, which, which I'm saying, you won't be the Nasi Alikim of them. I'll be the Nasi. But you're such a, <laughs> you're such a person that... I don't think Nasi Alikim is the same kind of Nasi as Ephraim is anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so what? But I'm saying it's following it's the, 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 the Ein Shein Maila. Saying, so the difference between Beni and Beni is he's saying like this. He's saying, what's the difference? <coughs> and why does he say the price? Is that Taich? I think this is the right thing. He's saying, a, a land that's worth 400 shekel kesev. Between you and me, we right. are such people that this sort of thing is not a big deal to us. I don't think that's what it means. No, no. That's what it means. That's what it means. No, 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 I don't know if that's what it means. That's no it is What's he? Hazal says it was a lot of money. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Of course. A ton of money. says a ton of money. It is a ton of money. It's not Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. No, but that's the thing. Avram maybe was very wealthy and maybe Avram was too. That's all. Avram was very wealthy. After he was. No, you were. What's the Mahi? All right. All right. I think it means. It doesn't fit with your option. Sure. But it's not the money. It's not what's that so money I mean, between us. No, 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 I'm not saying the price is no price. I'm saying so a st- an estate like this is not a business. For me, the money is nothing. For me to give you a stake, it's offered nothing. What's nothing? To give it for me to give up the land is nothing. For you to give me the money is nothing. And for you to acquire it. So I mean, for me to give up the land is nothing. For you to give me the money. you're getting. For what you're getting. I mean, this is not a big transaction for either of us. No, the opposite. So what? The opposite. You're getting a deal and I'm, and I'm not losing anything? The opposite, I'm saying. I mean, you're getting an Oretz. That's you're worth it. You're going to Oretz. <coughs> and I'm getting... And I'm giving it up. It's got a, not a bad touch. But no, see, the thing is like this. You understand what I'm saying? We are both equally involved in. Yeah, because you're getting an Oretz and I'm getting... And I'm losing it. <coughs> and, what, and what's Ben Yubain? I mean, my... Ben Yubain, we are both equally gaining and losing. It's an equal transaction. What's that from gaining? 
What's Efron gaining? No, what's Efron? What's Efron gaining? Efron is is gaining the money, but he's losing. No, but so what is my transaction is pretty cool. Right, 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 right. Good tag, you're saying, because the problem with the pasuk is that it doesn't say shavah. I think Targum adds a word here, right? I mean, the pasuk says land four hundred shekel kesef between me and you, which is a land that's worth. So, I'm so you're saying it's nice tag. For you to get such an achuzah, hey, come on. He's saying the two parts of the business is Eretz and Abba Meshach and Kesef. And that's... No, but I'm saying, for you to get an achuzah, you're not losing a lot. Don't quench. You understand? And for me, to lose that much, I'm not getting that much. I'm not... Right. I'm not getting that much. It's a fair deal. Right. Exactly. That, that's why I want to go to Hashi because Hashi's gone on the. Second, I have him come What? Which part? Yeah. I have him come yeah, <coughs> What? We're such good friends? Yeah. Yeah. What does Hashi mean? Hashi says the man is a fake man. Oh, because uh, we're such friends. Yeah, well, so you don't have to pay for it. Friends. Friends. Yeah, so, so, so how are you to pass? So now you're you. <laughs> first of all, so, so for, my first problem was has, how do we know they're friends? I'm not saying I'm arguing with Rashi, I just don't know where Rashi, got, I don't know how Rashi friends. got this from. Otherwise, why do you approach him directly? So Rashi says they're friends. I'm trying to explain Rashi. Rashi is saying Ephraim is saying we're friends. He's not saying, saying it's true. Okay, why are you saying this? Because, because... On what basis, I, I mean? On what basis? Because, firstly, because, because Avram didn't go to Ephraim directly. If your buddy, so you're proving him actually doesn't mean what he says because you have a cash on Rashi. So I also have a cash on Rashi. Cash on Rashi. No, I don't mean no, Rashi no, does mean what he says. Yeah. He's saying what Ephraim is saying. He's not telling you that's true. Ephraim, he, he doesn't come to Ephraim directly. He doesn't have a direct relationship with Ephraim. He knows who he is, right? And he deals with him indirectly and he, mm-hmm. he handles. Right. Right. And Ephraim is going back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, but we're buddies. Just like you're saying, but we're buddies. We're bo- I'm the Nazi, you're the Nazi, right? So we're buddies. That's the same thing he said. Yeah, I know, Except I know. Not yeah, okay. Right, I just don't know what Rashi is. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, right. it's the same as I was saying about it, but yeah. Nazi. Like, we, you know, we are, what? but we're, we're... We're so close. We're very we're close, close, he's saying. I know Rashi says, oh, yeah, but I don't know where Rashi got that from. Maybe he doesn't want the money. He's... Bec- so maybe he's trying to build... A, maybe he's trying to, trying to yeah, make a, make a treaty. Yeah, that's... something already. Fine. Maybe he's trying to make a treaty. I don't know. Different. Yeah. Right. Well, you mean, so it's... That's the Arab negotiator. I still don't understand it really. What? That's the Arab negotiator. Yeah, yeah I don't go, kind of go for that. Maybe, maybe Efren's still agreeing to Bnei Ches. Not such an expensive piece of land. Don't pay me for it. It's very expensive. I'm I guess. That's what he mean. Well, he's saying many of us. It's not. So now he's saying don't pay. Don't pay for it. Not a lot of money. He's saying don't pay. No one says Ben Yubain Chetz not a lot of money. Nobody says it. You know, Rashi doesn't say that. I don't know anyone that says that. I think that's how we learn to Yeshiva. I think that's how we told Chid. It's not Rashi says. What? No, no one says that for Shad Kesef is not a lot of money for me or you. That's that's the puzzle doesn't say that. What is Ben Yubain Chamahi? Eretz. It's the Eretz. land. The Eretz. land of foreign is not such a big deal for me to give to you. And therefore, what? What is Efren trying to say? It's not a lot. No, it's right. such good friends. No, no, it's no, not no, a big deal. Him. Maybe he's agreeing with the Bnei Chais. And he's saying what? That you could take it still. What does Bnei Yubain mean? He's saying that's what Rashi's what? saying. What does Bnei Yubain mean? That how you touch it? Bnei Yubain for me to give it to you. But why me and you? What does that do with Bnei Yubain? But if he's saying that the land. 
What about he and him? What about Ephraim and Avram? Because he's still going with the, the, the Bnei Chai still. Maybe he's agrees. He's still going with the, what the Bnei Chai said before. And why? He's not being crazy from them. He's saying that uh, you should still take it for free. Because right, right, right. he is saying you should take it for free. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but continue, right? So that's so he's saying this is this is the land though of 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 Armeis <coughs> Kesef right. and take it. What does that do to the fact that it's Armeis Kesef? Why is he stating the value? What's he saying with Chlal? What's he saying with Ben Yubin? What if we start with that? That's the only question. Ben Yubin is because maybe he's still going with Ben Yubin. That we should be giving it to you. Oh, Ben Yubin, you mean giving it to you and not charging you? Yeah. It's not the point, it's not the of Ben Yubin. Ben Yubin means something about me and you. What is it about him and, and Avram? From, from me to you. Arash says they're friends. From me to friends. give it to you. I said we're equals. Okay? So that, there's one, two parts of the Pasuk. He says, we're equals or we're such good friends. Meaning, this transaction could, is very smooth. <coughs> it's very smooth. It's very easy. Why, right? why do you think that he's not agreeing with the Bnei Ches? I don't think he's not agreeing with the Bnei Ches. So, just, he's con- so continue that. He, right, except that he mentioned the you, You're that he still an other, and therefore, right, but he I should be giving it to you. Correct, but he mentioned the amount that it's worth, right? That's the difference. That He came back and mentioned the amount that it's worth, and the next passage is Vayishma from Laefren. And the Pasuk says, So that means Ephron mentioning the Kesef is a way of, I'm asking to you 100%. He never said pay for it. And on the contrary, he said not to pay for it. Right. But he said, don't pay for the land that's worth 400 shekel Kesef. Right? That's what he said. But yes, he said don't pay for it. It's Beni Yubeincha. Beni Yubeincha Mahi. Which, by the way, okay, which, what's that? Let's, what's that? So I'm saying, I'm going to say what I'm saying, that he said, he said, look, we're equals, the land could easily go back and forth. What's the big deal? A land like that could easily go back and forth. And he, Agav he mentioned it's worth for one shekel So clearly, by mentioning that, he's laying the, the, the ground for if you want to pay, that's how much you should pay me. So he's suggesting that he would accept the money, but he's saying, I, w- I don't insist on taking the money. Okay? Simply break it down. He's saying, I don't need the money, but if you want, if you insist on paying me, this is how much you should pay me. That's the point of mentioning. Or maybe, or maybe it is the such price. a big, big piece of land because it's worth 400 kasev. But I'm Afalpika, I'm giving it to you because of what the Bnei Chai said before. Okay, but that's, you're, not, you're not getting to the Bnei Yubeincha, that's all. Well, that's the Bnei Yubeincha. Bnei Yubeincha is that, is that because, because, because of the, what the Bnei Chai is retaining, that, 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 that you're an other. And it should, it should go from me to you. <coughs> yeah, but that's not... Um, Yes, I am Bnei Ches because I am their leader. Therefore, I speak to you as for them. That well, well, no, but the problem is not if, not if you touch and see the Kemat of Bzechenu is that you own it and we don't even have to give it to you, right? Right. Because then he's um. Just take it. it oh, you mean so he's saying? Oh, you mean he? Maybe he's saying you're my nasi. You mean Bnei Yubeincha because like I'm a nothing to you. Okay, it's not so much Bnei Yubeincha. Bnei Yubeincha sounds like equals. Rashi says I have him right. Benu Bencha sounds like equals, not not like you could just take it, right? It sounds like we're we're, we're equal. Okay, so let me just say it my way. Let's let's wrap this up. Let's, let's say it like this. So Ephraim said we're equals. It could just go. It could just easily go to you. But if you want to pay that, pay pay this. So what's he saying as a file? He's saying I'm not demanding money. But if you want, to pay for it. What's interesting saying I'm demanding money? What what is the, what is in giving something bechinam or demanding money? Demanding money means after the person pays for it. He has absolute and complete rights to it because the seller only parted with it because you gave, you gave him what he needed for it. Then there's another madrega. He gave you a gift. 
He gave you a gift, even if he gives you a gift, even after he gave it to you, Lamaisa, he gave you the gift. So, uh, you know, it's not, such a thing, it's not the same thing as if he gave it to you. Here, Ephraim is saying, Be'etzem, it's a gift. You want to pay for it? No. Say, I'll take money for it. So that means Avram, so then, let's, let's go through the stages that, the, that started over here. Avram asks for an Akhuzah's cavalry, he's planning on buying it. They say, you don't have to buy anything, it's all yours. It's all yours. He goes, he says, no, I want to pay. I want to pay. Ephraim says, I'll give it to him. He won't pay. Avram says, um, he can't pay. Avram says, I'll pay. Ephraim never says, Besedu, you could actually purchase it. Ephraim says, fine, if you want to pay, give me that amount of money. So this, the, the, the whole parasha then, to, to put it together, the whole parasha is, is, is dealing with the shlafim of how will Avram Zachuza be. Avram Zachuza from the Bnei Ches. As far as the Bnei Ches were concerned, they're not masking to, to his deal. Ephraim was masking, but not ultimately, not completely like Avram wanted that you should buy it. But that, if you want to pay for it, you can pay for it. I don't need to sell it to you. I look at it like Bain Yubain like we're equals, the land can go equally back and forth. You want to pay to make it more yours, fine. But I'm not telling you that you have to pay for me. So you're not getting the complete achuza. The Bnei Ches never came around to that. And that's where the Pirk of Eliezer says, the Bnei Ches, they needed something else from Avram. They needed a shvur that he's not going to capture them. They never came around. Ephraim came around. So this particular deal happened in Chevron. But the Bnei Ches, as a people, Pirkeleza has to find, so to speak, the Bnei Ches, mathematically. Bnei Ches would never mask him to this deal. So the Pirkeleza says, yeah, because the Bnei Ches said, fine, it'll happen in Chevron, but we'll go someplace else where we're going to continue having our independence from Avram. Everything happened over here through Ephraim, and it was only forced to the people of Chevron. Okay, so that's why... Okay, I think we, we wrapped it up. I just want to say also that's why the whole Shmir, the whole Pasha, Shmainu, 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 because it's all about like conditions and, and, and of, of um, great significance in terms of their relationship. Who is going to set, up, set the conditions of their coexistence?